Welcome back, Coyotes fans, to another episode of the Chirpin' Yotes podcast. Joining me is the usual suspects. We got Chase, we got Sethead Grandy, and our local Baker Mayfield enthusiast, Haynes. Boys, how are we doing? Doing pretty good. You did not have to do Haynes like that. That was just... <laughs> oh. But uh, doing pretty good. Just uh, looking forward to the start of this hockey season coming up. How about you guys? Yeah, right there with you, Grandy. I've uh, been doing pretty good. Uh, just had a baby a couple of weeks ago, so just a couple episodes, but excited to be back talking hockey with you boys. And yeah, Tyler, that was uh, that was off the top rope, man. I mean, I was going to razz him a little bit, but I guess I'll just leave what I had to say unsaid, and you know, we'll go from there. But <laughs> Haynes, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Sorry, I'm tired. Um... Yeah, not a good game from Carolina, but we don't have a good offense, so I I agree with the jokes there. Honestly, he still wins in the end because Steve Kimes not his GM and Cliff Kingsbury's not his coach. So really, at the end of the day, I'm kind of the one. I guess we're the ones losing, but you know, at least we have hockey season to look forward to. Going to be a bit of uh, well, pain rebuild and all that good stuff. But today we got something a little bit different. We are doing our kind of our Friends over there in the Eastern Conference talking about them today, but we have a couple quick housekeeping things you want to discuss. We have the uh, Seattle mascot. What was it? Bowie the Troll or something, right? I think that's the name. Uh, yeah, unveiled yesterday. It's God. Uh, that's a mascot. Um, boys, what do we <laughs> what, what do we think of this? Um... It's it's hideous. <laughs> I really want to be nice. I really want to give it the benefit of the doubt. But my first thought when I look at it is it's like they plucked it straight from Trolls the movie. It's. I know apparently it's supposed to be based on some Seattle landmark, but. Man, it better have. I just, I don't see it growing on me the way Gritty did. I don't see anything like that happening. Let's just, let's just hope I'm wrong. What about you boys? Yeah, I kind of echo your sentiment there, Grandy. It's an uh, <laughs> interesting look for sure. Um, kind of, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not my team. So, I mean, it is what it is. But, um, you know, just with like the logo and the sweaters that they have and everything like that, I guess I was expecting a little bit more from this. Um, but, um, uh, it is what it is at the end of the day. Uh, we'll see how it, how it shakes out and how, you know, Seattle embraces it and see what they have to say after, you know, witnessing it, uh, you know, the first bit and go from there. But, uh, I mean, I do like the name Bowie. It's kind of a cool, you know, take, but um yeah i mean I'm, I'm not a fan personally but that's pretty much all i have to say about that particular topic how about you boys Haynes, you got anything for a uh, go no you're good um yeah i mean it's i don't know i i expected maybe a little bit more out of an idea for a mascot i think you know i get where they're coming from but i i think you um they could probably gone a different route with it there's a lot more cooler things i think they could have done with the whole idea of playing off the kraken idea but uh at the end of the day like chase said it's it's not our team and all that and we're not making the final decisions and stuff like that you know i went and i had a casual hockey friend she sent it 
me on Facebook. She's like, hey, is this thing real? I, I thought it was, I don't know what the heck I thought it was. I was like, oh, is this some kind of, so I looked on their Twitter and it was real. Uh, I tried to rationalize, like, why would you take such an L? Such I think maybe a Kraken looked too similar to the Red Wings, you know, the octopus one thing I will, The one thing I will say is that we were pretty much saying the same thing about Gritty. And who doesn't love Gritty at this point? So, I'll cut him some slack. I'll wait to see how it goes, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess we'll I do see. Wish they, I, I do wish they had embraced it, especially with the cool name like the Kraken. But anyways, enough about this. Yeah, so we got a geeky hat trick. Came on out. Uh, was it this today, right? Yesterday. Today? Yesterday. All right, time is... Friday the 1st. Friday the 1st. It's already October. Friday was, Friday was the 30th. I meant Saturday the 1st, my bad. I was like, wait, wait, okay. Gotcha. You got me all confused. Um, it's already October. Can't wait. And then we had Cooley had his debut. And how did he do, Professor Granny? Was he up to par? Did you like what you see? He had two goals and an assist in his debut and had some just great moments where he played with the puck on his string. So really looking forward to seeing how that goes. Um. Just a fun, fun player to watch. And it will just continue to grow, and they will be fascinating to watch how his year goes, how he uh, progresses this year. Yeah, for sure. I saw that the game was streaming. Uh, I unfortunately was away from the house doing some shopping with the the wife, getting some supplies and some baby stuff. Um, but uh, So I didn't get to see it live, but definitely checked out the box score. Um, which I wish I could have watched it and, you know, seen all these plays happen, but, uh, you know, the, the stats speak for themselves. Love to see, you know, the boys putting up numbers and can't wait to actually watch it, you know, in person and continue to watch them grow and, um, you know, become a bigger and bigger piece of this puzzle moving forward. Yeah. I can't wait to see him. And he's still young. Sucks. We were still so many years away from such a bright future, but Hopefully get the arena and stuff squared away and see him in the Kachina soon. Uh, Haynes, got any closing remarks on that? No, I think, um, you know, uh, good looks from both um, Geeky and from uh, Cooley. And, you know, it, for Cooley, it's nothing new for him. We've seen what he can do. And for Geeky, it looks like he's, uh, you know, building off a little bit of what he has worked on this offseason. So, it's good to see them both going, and you know I expect them to continue and keep it up with uh, with their production. All right, with the uh, housekeeping out of the way, let's get into I guess the meat of the episode here. Uh, divisions. We're talking about the Eastern Conference. I know uh, we're not really playing for that side or anything like that, but still think some kind of fun to talk about. Uh, how do you boys feel about the East? Do you think the East will have some pretty strong this year? Are we looking forward to. Something like that? I'm looking forward to seeing how, in particular, the Sudden News do. I think uh, with the moves they made, with everything that they have going on, I think they took a step towards the playoffs. I don't know if they'll actually get there or not. The East is a pretty stacked conference. 
And I think most of the Stanley Cup contenders are going to be coming from the East this year. When you look at it, when you look at it, I just, uh, just not a whole lot in the West. I see that. No, as I say this, it's going to be proven a hundred percent wrong, and at the end of the year, of course. But after the Avalanche, I don't see that team that looks like it's a Stanley Cup contender in the making right now. So, but we'll see. Um, what about is what about you boys? Do you have a specific team in the East you're watching for this year? Yeah, I'm kind of interested, Grandy, um, along the lines of you. Uh, Ottawa Senators, they have added the pieces. Um, love the love Kachuk. Um, love both Kachuk boys, but, um, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they go. Uh, the biggest one I'm going to, you know, pay attention to, or actually I guess I'll say a couple, uh, I'm anxious to see what the Panthers look like after, uh, you know, the moves they made. Um, you know, bringing Kachuk in, but uh, you know, pushing out a couple pretty big pieces. Um, and then also, um, I mean, dude, I mean, I guess that's my biggest one, but um, you know, we're always going to have Tampa Bay doing Tampa Bay things mm-hmm. and stuff like that, they're always going to be there at the end, but um, I guess those are my biggest two, man. I just want to see what the senators are all about. Um, and then kind of see what, uh, you know, Florida does, um, you know, after winning the president's trophy last year, uh, fizzling out in the playoffs and, uh, you know, the moves that they made, it's going to be interesting to see what they do this year. Uh, do you want to go or you want me to go? You can go ahead. Um, just real fast. I think the two most interesting teams to keep an eye on in the Atlantic this year, in my opinion, would be. Um, Montreal, they they say they're not committed to a rebuild and that they expect to be coming out to compete next year, but uh, other reports suggest otherwise, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. They did do a little bit of retooling on their offense, and um, honestly, the biggest question for them is no carry price this season. Uh, honestly, the biggest question for him is does he ever come back to the NHL? So um, Montreal's a big one to watch, and Toronto's another big one to watch with um the uh, Dubis not being offered a contract extension as of right now with pretty much a make it or break it year for him. Um honestly this is uh this is an important time for the Maple Leafs. They can't they, they've already proved they can win, but winning means nothing at the end of the day if you can't continue it into playoff success. So it'll be interesting to see if they can uh finally translate regular season success into playoff success. Yeah, all good answers. Uh, you know, I'm obviously looking forward to seeing on the Red Wings kind of their year with three-ish of their rebuild. Look forward to watching that, of course. Uh, going to try and see them when they come out here. Um, I always like watching Carolina. Uh, waiting for the collapse of Pittsburgh, watching that one. That's pretty pretty interesting. It's crazy to see, you know, Sidney Crosby and Evangie Malk and all of them just not be you know, the top they were, just getting old, and that happens, you know, seeing Legends is kind of good old, makes you feel old. Uh, definitely Toronto, they're definitely, well, the eyes are always on them, they're a favorite of the league, and, you know, fan-wise, so, uh, like you had said, Haynes, perfectly, uh, let's see if they can, you know, they can obviously win in the, in the regular season, but playoffs, the memes continue, so we'll see who has a stronger will, the memes or the Toronto Maple Leafs in the playoffs, we'll soon find out. So, alright, boys, you ready to do your uh, what do you call them? 
Uh, that'd be your predictions for the divisions. Who you think will finish on top? Absolutely. We're starting with uh, Metro, right? Uh, yeah, we can do Metro. Mm-hmm. All right. So, in the Metro division, I have the Hurricanes winning the division, followed up by Excuse the me. Rangers. What's it? I just caught by accident. I forgot to mute myself. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Oh, no problem. So the Hurricanes winning the division, followed up by the Rangers, followed up by the Penguins squeaking in, and what is going to be one of the last times of the Crosby era. Um, then the Devils finishing just outside the playoffs with the... I'm sorry, not the Devils. The Capitals just squeaking in the playoffs as well in one last run of the Ovechkin era. With the Devils just behind them, just missing out on the playoffs in the last couple of weeks of the season. Uh, and then the Islanders in at the bottom. You know what? Actually, instead of the Islanders, I'm going to put the Blue Jackets there. I think their improvements will jump them up a bit. I just don't think they improved enough or as much as the Senators or even a team like the Red Wings did this offseason. So I don't think they're going to be competing for a playoff spot at the end of the year. Um, so yeah, after the Blue, De- Blue Jackets, then the Islanders, I just... They lost their coach. They have one of the best goalies in the league. I don't like... I don't love their forward talent. I don't love their defense. There's just not a lot to like on the Islanders right now. So I think they come out with another bad year. And then joining the Coyotes and Blackhawks and the Connor Bedard tank from game one, you're going to have Philadelphia Flyers, which is going to be an absolute train wreck to watch this season with John Tortorella and everything that's happening in this offseason. I mean, we talked about it on the last podcast about how he damn near killed a guy in the suicides before in the training camp. It's just everything coming from that is just just going to be must-watch for the absolute destructive nature of it. What about you, boys? Um, coming out of the Metro, um, I've actually got the blue shirts coming out on top this year. Um, I believe their younger pieces are starting to be mature and stuff like that. I, th- I think that they're going to take it. Um, behind them, I do have Carolina. Love Carolina. Always have, uh, you know, these past couple of years. Um, then I've got Pittsburgh. Followed by Washington. Um, then I'd probably say the Devils. Then the Islanders. Followed by the Jackets. And then at the bottom, I, you know, just like, you know, what you kind of alluded to there, Grandy. I've got Philadelphia bringing up that division, and it's not going to be anywhere close. You know, they're they're definitely the odd (laughs) the odd team out there um at least from what i can see um and that's kind of how i've got the the metro kind of shaken out 
Ours are really close, Chase. Ours are really similar. Here we go. Yeah, I got yeah, I got the Rangers too, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Washington. Uh no, sorry, I swapped that. Uh Columbus, Washington. And then Philadelphia at the end. Jersey just above them. Then the Isles. You got the Isles bringing up the rear? No, sorry. Philadelphia at the rear. Sorry. I broke my chicken scratch here. Yeah, Philadelphia at the bottom for me too, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. No. Hell can't freeze over twice, so no. (laughs) You can try to make it. (laughs) No. You're you're kind of in, in the same boat as me there, um, Tyler. I have, um, I'm with you, Chase. I think New York wins the division. I think Carolina comes in second. I think Pittsburgh rounds in three. I think we all kind of have the same set, top three in in the Metro, and then I think from there it goes Washington, and then I actually believe Columbus comes after Washington, and then you see New Jersey, and then you're getting New York, the Islanders, and then you're getting the Flyers rounding out the bottom of the division. Yeah, pretty similar for sure. Gonna be interesting yeah, just, to see how it all shakes out for sure. I just don't trust the Rangers as much as you guys do. I don't like their I don't like their play from last year, and I don't think that they can get another world beating season from Shesterkin. They're still gonna be a good team. I just think that with the improvements Carolina made, adding Pacchiaretti and Burns. And then with the young stud Jarvis coming up, I think that's going to take them. I think they're going to be the team to look out for this year in the entire league. I can see them taking the uh, President's Trophy, actually. So, All right. I think it's over. Yeah. So I guess we're on to the Atlantic, right? Yeah. All right. Who wants to go first for your Atlantic predictions? I'll do the Atlantic. I think the uh, I think the Maple Leafs actually take first in the Atlantic this year. Um, I think the Panthers just with the I, th- I think it's the Maple Leafs get at least league average goaltending, which they didn't even get last year. I think they'll be that type of team in the regular season. Obviously, they need to prove it in the se- regular season or I mean, not regular season postseason. But I think the Panthers, with the loss of one of their top two defensemen and um, Huberto, even with the addition of Kachuk, I think they just lose just enough to lose a couple spots in the regular, during the regular season, and they'll be in second. Then you'll have the Lightning in third. Then I'm going to have the Senators actually taking fourth place in this, taking the last playoff spot in the league, with or in the East, with the Bruins missing the playoffs with their old core that is going to start out the year injured for the most part. Uh, it's going to take it's going to take a lot for them to come up from that type of year, I think, and then. I think you'll have the Sabres and then the Red Wings, both teams that are going to improve, just not enough to quite make that 
jump yet. And then the Canadians, who, bringing up the rear, I don't think they're going to be as bad as they were last year, but I still think they're going to be pretty bad. What about you, boys? Yeah, Grandy, I've I've got the Maple Leafs coming out on top, um, but then I've got the Lightning coming in second, followed by the Panthers, um, and then I've got the um, Bruins, then the Red Wings, then the Senators, Sabres, and Canadians. Um, this is kind of one of those ones where there's like, you know, it seems like it's a little bit split. Either teams are going to be it or they're not going to be it. So I'm fairly confident that, uh, you know, my order is going to be shot. But, um, you know, my my top, you know, two, three teams, I feel pretty confident that it's it's going to be those three. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's how I've got it shaken out. Um, like I said, you know, kind of in the intro, um, the Panthers, I'm, I'm anxious to see what it looks like, um, you know, with the moves that they made following up on, on last year. And, um, at the end of the day, you're probably going to be right. They are probably going to, you know, be a very good regular season team. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll see how it shakes out, but, uh, yeah, that's what I've got. How you want to go? You want me to go? Yeah, you go ahead and go. Okay. Um, I agree with both of you. I think Toronto. I I think wins the division. I I think this is the real the real big make it or break year for Dubis. If you don't win a playoff series this year, someone in that top four of your big core has got to go. Um, Tavares, uh, Nylander, one of those guys probably most likely piece to get moved. So you got to prove you can win now. Um, I think Florida comes in second. I think Tampa's right behind them at third place. Um, I think Ottawa falls in at fourth. I think they steal a wild card spot. And then fifth, I actually have Detroit going. Um, right now, with how the Metro is, I think Detroit maybe could surprise some people. But uh, most likely, I think they might end up missing out by a couple points. Um, after that would be Buffalo. Um, then Boston. I just think Boston not having the majority of their stars for the almost first bulk half of the season is going to really hurt them in the long run. And then um, I have Montreal ending out in the bomb. I don't think they're going to be in the tank um, and, you know, in the tank for Bedard conversation, but I definitely don't think they're going to be in the um, uh, conversation for a playoff spot. Once again, uh, it's definitely, I think this is Toronto. I think they take it. I think Florida puts a pretty good fight though. Uh, put them at number two. I'm going to say Tampa Bay holds on. I'm not really sure to put Boston, to be honest. Part of me wants to be a complete jerk, put him at the bottom just to be that guy, but I won't do that. So I'll go ahead and put him right underneath Tampa Bay. Uh, I definitely say Troy's probably second worst. No offense to my Red Wing out there. Just rebuild season, that's okay. Uh, Montreal's the bottom, and then Buffalo and Ottawa, man. I don't know. You could put them anywhere. You just fill in the blank. I think either way, I'm not really paying too much attention to them, to be honest with you. 
So also maybe especially is just a team. Yeah, it's, I it's just so much on a rise that. Yeah. But it's all young. It's all young, and those teams don't win. Yeah. But Ottawa at least it. added the Brinkett and stuff like that, but oh. So I guess I'll put Boston, Ottawa, Buffalo, Detroit, Montreal. Then I guess if I had to like, you know, concrete. So that's my prediction. Let's see how how well we do, boys. Hopefully we uh we get some right. That'd be nice. And so I think that's it. Do you have any more questions, comments, concerns about your player predictions? You putting money no, on I it? Just, getting I, the FanDuel going? I think it's going to be very interesting. I think the East is going to be very, more, even more interesting than the West this year as far as the Coyotes are in the West. It's going to be what most of the people who listen to this are going to be following as a, as a result. But I think the East is going to be <laughs> the interesting or a conference to watch this year. I really like Ottawa. I really like Boston, or not Boston, Buffalo. I really think these teams, these young teams that have been rebuilding for years could take a step forward this year. I like what they did this year. I really like what Detroit did, and they get left behind in most of these conversations. Um, I think I am not confident in any of my predictions from the East because one of those teams rising up and being better than expected stakes up the entire conference. Um, They're going to pull a 2009 Coyotes. <laughs> yeah, just it's going to be it's going to be fascinating for me to watch. It's probably where I'm going to be spending most of my non-Coyote hockey watching is in the East, especially with Ottawa. And as Coyote fans with the Chikrin situation, if he doesn't get dealt by the start of the season, we probably want them to start out bad because that puts extra pressure on them to add that piece when they went all in this year. So I just, I, I think it's going to be fascinating to watch all these young teams and all this movement that happened in the East and how it shakes out. And it's really interesting to watch because you have the old stars, the Bruins, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Washington Capitals fading just as the Devils, the Senators, the Sabres, and the Red Wings are rising. So I think it's just going to be real, real interesting to watch what happens with those teams this year. What about you boys? It'll be chaotic like the NHL always is. So I like about hockey. It's just a very chaotic sport, especially in the playoff and near the playoff time. So you're probably right. Our predictions probably get blown out of the water, but it's still be fun to watch. And I agree. Yeah, I think I'll probably be watching a bit more of the East and the and the West as well too. And I'm not watching Coyotes games, so I definitely share that same sentiment. Yeah, you pretty much wrapped it all up, Grandy. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see. Um, you know, the the changing of the guard is is coming and. You know, whether that happens this year, next year, I mean, the it's on the horizon. Uh, it's just a matter of when it happens. Um, and, yeah, it's it's going to be cool to watch and, um, you know, kind of watch the standings and everything like that and, you know, see who's doing what. And, you know, it's going to obviously, that when that start coming, um, it's going to paint a much clearer picture and, at the end of the day, probably doesn't matter what outlet is covering or, you know, making predictions and, st- and stuff like that. It's, it's probably all going to be a mess. So, um, uh, gotta love the NHL. 
Um, I think it's really exciting to have this uh, kind of changing of the guard coming upon us. Um, I think it's going to make for exciting, exciting hockey, uh, more so out east than in the west as of right now. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's going to be great. Um, hopefully, it'll add some more eyes and stuff like that. And um, you know, the markets that have been down for for a little while, and um, you know, it'll it'll take off. So um, excited to watch, excited to see what happens, and excited to see how many of these things I got wrong. Any closing remarks, Haynes? No, I, I kind of disagree with you. I think um, I wouldn't say the West is set in stone, but I think there's so much uncertainty in the East, and it's just it's going to be kind of eye catching, especially like in the Metro Division, to kind of watch how everything unfolds. So I think it's just, the East is going to be really the division to keep your eyes kind of on this year. I'd say so. It's going to be fun. Looking forward to the season. Is there anything else you want to cover before we wrap this thing up, boys? I think that's pretty much all we had. Kind of slated, a little bit of a short episode, something we couldn't really cover in the last episode we did. Just before, I think later in the week, we're going to do our closer-to-home Western Conference predictions. That'll be a bit more lively, you know, a little bit more stake in the game over there. Um, but anything else you guys want to cover, boys, before we uh, wrap this thing up? I think that just about covers it. Looking forward to watching some hockey. Looking forward to watching my... Predictions here get absolutely proven wrong by the end of the year. And just looking forward. I can't say it enough. I'm looking forward to hockey being back. We've talked about this the last four pods now. It's getting so close you can taste it. Oh, man. October's the best month for sports ever. You got playoff baseball. Hockey starts up. Basketball starts up. NFL's going strong. Good month. Which is a cooler in Phoenix. But besides that, well, boys, if that's it, let's go ahead and get out of here. Uh, thanks yeah. to you guys for listening. Oh, go ahead, Sir James. Sorry about that. Oh, no, I was just going to echo your guys' sentiments. Uh, we're now excited to get this season rocking and rolling. Um, you know, basketball's coming. It's going to be great. Um, baseball, we won't talk about baseball. I'm an Arizona fan and we perennially stink. Uh, my Cardinals are in shambles. So. Just ready for ready for some hockey, man. Hockey's my favorite. Always has been, always will be. Uh, so can't wait to get it rocking and rolling. But thanks to everybody to listening, and then I'll hit you over to Tyler, and we'll close this thing out. All right, like I said, later on, we'll get our Western Commerce predictions for you, along with something else. I think hopefully you might have time to do some of the things we've been planning that episode. Uh, but until then, we'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you for listening. <laughs>